0: What if we could just keep focused on the goal that we set ourselves when we go on social media and find a way to put blinders on to everything else that pushes itself into our line of sight? Social media is a busy, busy place and such a valuable place for building an audience, and showcasing your expertise. That's what we're talking about here on the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast today. Hi, I'm Jamie Sledsky, and this is episode 256 of the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast. This podcast is dedicated to showing you how to create impact and income online as an independent music teacher. Like I said in the intro, social media is full of shiny objects. It is designed to take us down rabbit holes, yet we also tend to use it to build up our business following and grow online. So how do we avoid the pitfalls and reap the benefits? It's a matter of clearly understanding what we're trying to accomplish and staying focused on the task at hand. This episode is not about creating that tangible thing that we want to accomplish and creating a path for that. Instead, this episode is all about avoiding the shiny objects. It is so much easier to say, I'm just going to put It is so easy to say, I'm going to put my blinders on and I'm going to do this and this and this and I'm out, but that's just not the way our brains work. So here are three shiny objects that we come across all the time and how I recommend you combat them. The first shiny object comes in the form of direct marketing. Every single time that we see a post on social media from a business And posts from individuals who are talking about a product or service, we are being marketed to. And I'm sure you, along with many of my other podcast listeners, do some level of content marketing as well. I encourage it. Content marketing is good and necessary. Right now, we are learning to spot the marketing messages and avoid its pitfalls when it's distracting us from our social media goals. Anything that says sponsored is clearly direct marketing. Those are paid ads that the algorithms display in your feed because of your past interactions with similar or even those same businesses. These shiny objects are really kind of hard to avoid when we are feeling a little less than or on the doom wheel, or if we don't have a reason for being on social media. It is best to promise yourself that you just won't click on anything that says that it's sponsored at all when you start that social media session. If you want to see them again, I'll give you a little bit of grace and use the social media save functionality, or even just take a screenshot of the ad so that you can go back to it in your free time. Then there's organic marketing, which is a little bit more subtle. It can be posted by people or pages. On your regular feed or inside of groups, these messages are generally going to have a link of some kind or a call to action. That's how you spot them use the exact same strategy of saving or taking a screenshot to review later on. Another tip is that if you are using a planner or a journal or any kind of notebook, note down what piques your curiosity so that you can do your own research on the types of products and services that those marketing messages are touting. Just because you saw an ad from a specific company doesn't mean that their product is the actual one that you are destined to buy or destined to invest in. Sometimes that ad just sparks the idea of looking for something along those lines. Using your planner or journal will also help you to spot possible trends in your interest so that you can then, you know, go deeper and also see where you might want to invest for your studio's growth or for support needs. With direct marketing, the key is to spot it and keep it at a distance so that you can stick to your priorities. As I was putting together my thoughts for this episode, I went to both Facebook and Instagram and noticed just how many ads and marketing messages are coming at me in a single scroll. I think at this point in time, it's about 50-50, 50% friends' updates and fun stuff like that, memes, all that, and 50% marketing. This is why we need to be deliberate and armed with a strategy for social media. So now let's move on to our second shiny object. This is peer or competitor curiosity, or in other words, what is that other teacher doing? One of the first things that we do when we get serious about social media for business growth is to start to follow and look at what other piano teachers or violin teachers or voice teachers or guitar teachers or whatever instrument you teach teachers and studios are posting and doing. That information, what they are posting and doing on social media, is insanely valuable for research purposes and to help define what your online and professional persona are. Seeing a teacher posting content for their ideal student base can absolutely inspire your own ideas. It can help you to see what tonality you resonate with and what repels you, which will undoubtedly help you define how you want your messages to look, feel, and be interacted with. I really do encourage watching other teachers and seeing what they do. Yet, just like anything else, it can go too far. And when it does, we start to look too deep into what they are doing and signing up for their lead magnets and opening up all of their emails and going to their sales pages and attending their launch events and getting so obsessed with what they're doing, we lose sight of our own goals and objectives. Not to mention that too much focus on what others are doing in their social media and marketing strategies makes us less available to show up for our own audience. It also can make us question our offers and doubt our efforts. This is where I tend to say, stay in your own lane. Best advice I have for you if your shiny object is comparisonitis or voyeurism is to stop following those accounts and unsubscribe from their emails. You are not their ideal market and there is no benefit to you to see their messaging. It really doesn't matter if they have a new course or a sale or anything, those cannot positively affect how you show up for your people. Avoiding this distraction keeps your head clear and allows you to pursue your objective instead of doubting that you are on the right path. There are a lot of ways to achieve success, so stand in your own spotlight. Now, our third and final shiny object that we're talking about in this episode is all about trying to be helpful. Let's call this advice threads. You know, the posts, what platform do you use for your online lessons? What tool do you use to send emails? When is the best time to run a sale? You know, all of these crowdsourcing posts, they are rampant in Facebook groups. And all of the answers are about the same. I use this. I used to use this, but now I use this. I didn't like this for this reason, so I went with this. And my favorite, I'm not an expert, but I'm trying this and this and this right now. I mean, seriously, does any of that make a clear winner? No, there is no way that these threads are useful. They just confuse the situation for the original poster and people who get wrapped up in the thread. If you have your set of tools that work for you, stay entirely away from these posts. And if you don't have all of your tools in place, then a little plug for working with me, send me a message over on Instagram and we'll see where we take things. I love to help make sure that you've got the right tech in place to support your goals. (laughs) But you know, I digress. This shiny object is more than just about tech and tools. It goes equally well for strategies or sourcing music or shipping or marketing or pricing your services or anything else that people tend to crowdsource. You are an expert. You just might not be an expert at what they are crowdsourcing. Use your expertise in threads that make sense and leave the rest of these threads alone. That's really the best way to feel and find value in these advice threads. You don't need to say, I use Thinkific on 40 threads a week. How does that benefit you or the original poster? It may feel useful, but it really doesn't add anything to your authority or get you in conversation with the people you want to be in conversation with. And it isn't a good use of your time. This shiny object is such a big time suck and rabbit hole that we can just avoid by choosing not to engage in certain Facebook groups or saying, I am not going to comment on any advice threads. That's really one of the big things about shiny objects. They disguise themselves as being of benefit. But really, they are just a distraction. Now, we don't need to be all business and all goals and all growth all the time. But when we are going on social media to do something productive for our business, put on the blinders and focus on that. Avoid the shiny objects. Avoid the direct marketing messages. Avoid the comparisonitis and voyeurism. And avoid the endless advice threads. You got that? Okay. With that, I want to remind you that I have a great gift for you in the show notes. It is my free guide to making money teaching music online. Download it now and you could have a brand new online income stream in the next couple of weeks. Again, the link for that is in the show notes. And with that, we are wrapping up 2022. I'll be back in 2023 with more podcast episodes to help your music studio generate income and create impact online. Happy new year. And I cannot wait to see what comes to you in 2023.